Hi, Gary Zacharias here with The Apologist Bookshelf. One I want to look at today is an excellent newer book dealing with Mormons. It's called Sharing the Good News with Mormons. I like this one a lot. It's uh, actually got two editors who do some of the writing, but it's written by a lot of different people. The two editors are Eric Johnson. He works with Mormonism Research Ministry. That's mrm.org. And Sean McDowell who's an author, and most people have heard of Sean. He's uh, edited a lot of books. He's been on YouTube, associate professor in the Christian Apologetics Program at Biola. So the two of them got together and uh, wrote a book, well, edited a book that contains a lot of different people writing. And I think it's, it's going to be a hugely successful book for people who are serious about working with Mormons. Neighbors, people at work, friends of the family, Maybe a son or daughter's married into some Mormon uh, family. So it starts off with basic training approaches. Then it's got different specific approaches that you can try depending on how you see your relationship with your Mormon friend. Reasoning approaches, personal approaches, invitational approaches, LDS event approaches, salvation approaches. That's also got toward the back there 101 Mormon terms that are defined which I find really helpful because, after all, you're going to find they'll use the terminology of traditional Christianity, but they'll have very different meanings. So this book is not very old. It came out in 2018. It's called Sharing the Good News with Mormons. Let me just start by Eric Johnson wrote an intro, and he deals before you start talking to Mormons. He said, well, really, should Christians share the good news with Mormons? He said there are actually some common objections that people raise to say, wait a minute, I'm not sure you should be evangelizing Mormons. So here's the first question. Don't you believe Mormons are Christian? Well, when you read the 101 terms and think about what you know those terms to mean, you'll find out that everything is different. Everything about it is different. Um, so there's, yeah, don't you believe Mormons are Christians? No, they're not. They may be right or we may be right, but they're not Christian. How about this one? Hasn't the LDS Church changed its teachings to be more Christian? Well, think about this. Johnson says Mormons typically accept doctrines that are in juxtaposition to creedal Christianity, including these three. God the Father has a body of flesh and bones. Jesus is not eternally God. And there are, of course, additions to the Scripture beyond the Bible. Well, those three things show that they're really not changing teachings to become more Christian. Mormonism denies or it distorts almost every fundamental teaching of the historic Christian church. Here's another objection people may raise. Aren't Christians like you being hateful of Mormons? So, you know, when you think that you're disagreeing with them, is that being, being hateful of the Mormon people? And so Johnson says, you know, one response to this unfair accusation is to ask, do Mormon missionaries knock on my door to share the faith with me because they hate me? Of course not. So they are different. These are different views of biblical teachings. So shouldn't Christians have concern for the spiritual welfare of these people? Yes. What about this? Well, you want to share it with a Mormon? Don't you think they're good people? Well, good? Is that going to get us into heaven? You can't keep God's perfect standard of holiness. So people who consider themselves good enough to go to heaven don't understand the holiness of God, or what sin really is. Here's another objection people may raise. Well, can't we just work together for good? 
And Johnson says, you know, we'd be fooling ourselves to think that we're on the same team when it comes to spiritual matters if we have contradictory beliefs. Here's another objection people may raise. Isn't lifestyle evangelism the best way to share our faith? Well, it is good. It's, it's powerful, he says, but it's not the only way to share your faith. Good reasoning skills and purposeful evangelistic methods can be utilized as well. He quotes Romans ten fifteen here. How are they to preach unless they're sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Okay, so those are some of the things they're going to talk about um, in the book here. They're going to overcome those objections and go on to tackle Mormonism. What I like, too, is on page 23, great internet resources from some of the contributors in the book. And uh, I don't have the time to go through them all. It's a whole page full of good resources in case you're thinking about getting involved. But let's go to chapter 2, which is evidential approaches, sharing the reasons for God. And he says, uh, this is Sean McDowell's chapter, by the way, that he wrote. He said, people who are disillusioned with Mormonism don't always go toward Christianity. They just get enamored with agnosticism and atheism. So they don't say, well, Mormonism is wrong, but I bet Christianity is right. They say, Mormonism is Christian. It is theological. It does believe in God. So therefore, because it's messed up, I'm going to become an agnostic. So they conclude if the LDS church isn't true, then nothing else must be either. And that's kind of sad, huh? Um, so a good background here. Sean says Mormons are taught to base their beliefs on experience and blind faith apart from evidence. Well, no kidding, because they really don't have any evidence for their belief. But you know, the Bible proposes a very different relationship between faith and reason. I've spoken on this before. Yeah, biblical faith is not a leap in the dark. It's not just whistling in the dark. It's not making that jump with no reason. The Bible models faith that's built upon evidence. In fact, a, a better word I've heard is instead of faith, we should probably be using the word trust. So he says, first of all, Mormons don't really think evidence is part of the picture. He says also many Mormons are just unaware of the evidence for God in general and Christianity in particular. So he says, how do you do an evidence approach when you're talking to a Mormon? He says, well, think about the goals. One is it'll, you hope that it'll help practicing Mormons think more biblically about evidence and faith, and it can establish the Christian is a thoughtful person who cares about them. So it, it's a good way to begin having them thinking about you as a thoughtful person. So he says, how do you start an evidence-based conversation? He said, well, you ask some questions. Sean likes this one. If you're not a Mormon, would you still believe in God? In other words, you know, what, what are your reasons for God? Here's another question Sean likes. If you're, if you're not a Mormon, would you still believe in the resurrection of Jesus? Why or why not? Now, he says, if you're dealing with an ex-Mormon, he said, you want to help them separate false ideas about faith that they adopted from the LDS church and to reconsider positive evidences for Christianity. He says, for ex-Mormons who are open to discussing faith, he says, here's a simple question I found helpful. Even though you feel burned by the LDS church, have you ever considered the positive evidence for creedal Christianity? And the chances are, Sean says, probably not. So he says, a uh, follow-up question is, how has your experience in the LDS church shaped the way you think about religious faith as a whole? See, they may be walking away from religion in general. 
So he says, uh, you just have to listen. You have to spend some time asking questions and listening. He then offers three principles for the evidence approach. He says, if you decide to do this approach, keep three things in mind. One is keep the focus on the positive evidence for Christianity and, and try to avoid criticizing Mormon doctrine and history. That's very easy to do to start kicking them in the shins. Secondly, he says, ask questions. Ask questions. I would say that's good for any conversation you have with a non-Christian. Third, he says, be kind and generous. You're not trying to trap somebody. You're not trying to win an argument. You're not trying to argue them into the kingdom. You lovingly guide someone to at least consider the positive evidence for Christianity. And then Sean goes through something that I'm going to go real quickly over because we've talked about it in other podcasts. And that is, what are the key evidences for God? Well, there's the cosmological argument. The universe began, and the universe had to have some way to begin. So it had to have a beginner. As somebody once said, the Big Bang needs a Big Banger. Then there's the design argument from DNA. How do you get DNA from random uh, chaos? There's the moral argument. How can there be a moral standard without something beyond the human race as the standard? Then he talks about arguments for the resurrection of Jesus. And he does that minimal facts approach that we've talked about before. Gary Habermas popularized this. But things like the death of Jesus, the discovery of the empty tomb, the appearances of Jesus, the transformation of the disciples. You put those things together. And that can show that the historical resurrection is the best um, explanation for what happened that day. He says the case of the resurrection depends upon the reliability of the witnesses. And Sean wrote a book about what happened to the disciples. They sacrificed everything and suffered for their faith. And he says that's not the same that can be said for Joseph Smith. At the end of the chapter, Sean ends this way. The goal of the evidence approach is modest. To encourage practicing Mormons to examine the evidential roots of their faith and to discourage ex-Mormonisms from just abandoning theism while considering the positive case for creedal Christianity. So that is an excellent opening chapter, but there are uh, far more wonderful chapters uh, in here that you would enjoy. I know uh, there's, uh, there are appendices, and like I said, there are 24 different talks that are in here, different approaches that I think you might like. Lee Strobel calls this an invaluable resource, and I would agree. So one more time, it's called Sharing the Good News with Mormons. Johnson and McDowell are the authors. And if you've got a Mormon and you're really serious about it, you need this book. It's really good. All right, well, thanks for your time. Hope to see you next time.